0: Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizards, P-O-D.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica 5 Cigar Company. Straight from the Honduran factory to your hands, the company was built by Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Paredes. The entire cigar line is blended by Rob and Hamlet and is refined with feedback from a hand-selected tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can even jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments. And you might even hear from Rob or Hamlet when you do. Rob has opened the discount floodgates, and now exclusive to Lizard listeners, Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off the entire store. That's all five packs, all 25-count bundles, all 50-count bundles, using promo code LIZARDPOD at Fabrica005.com. That's code LIZARDPOD, one word. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 U.S. Again, use code LIZARDPOD for 10% off the entire Fabrica 5 store right now. That's Fabrica005.com, Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Pooba, Senator Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, a full house of lizards. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 20th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cupid cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. Puba will touch on the history of Punch, Grinder will explain the unique distilling process of our scotch pairing, and we have a special visit from Bill O'Reilly, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair the Punch Punch with 10-year-aged Glenn Moore and G. Scotch. A Corona Gorda from Punch tonight, the Punch Punch. Very similar in size and shape to the Magnum 46. A uh, Really nice wrapper on it. Toothy. Pooba, you were commenting on the uh on the wrapper as Rooster handed it around. It's a look, it's a handsome looking
1: cigar. I've never had one of these.
2: Almost looks like a Colorado wrapper. It does. Yeah, like a reddish-brown. Yep.
1: just It just looks very Colorado well hair. made.
3: Like the wrapper's nice and tight and yeah. smooth. It's not it's not chewy.
0: So these rooster, I think you said these are 2014s, right? 2014s. So July. this is, I, I guess, probably other than that, the Maduro one is probably the oldest Cuban that we've had on the pod uh, thus far. I don't think we've done any other age Cubans that were that were older than than that Maduro one, which was a 15. So hmm. it's fitting that it's coming from Rooster, of course. Of course, it is. We are we are pleased to be in Rooster's Connoisseur Corner tonight, <laughs> having the. Punch punch. So let's
1: <laughs> the, let's cut this thing. The connoisseur's corner. It's funny because he sits in a corner, actually, <laughs> within the seating configuration, and he has a whole different lighting setup above charts. him. It's
0: like a little halo over his head. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's cut this thing. Let's see what the uh, cold draws like on the punch punch.
1: A little a little snug. Yeah, I a always find snug, these to yeah. be snug.
4: It is <laughs> snug. I'm getting a nice floral note. Getting a lot of cedar. Cedar floral. Both. Very floral. Yeah. Beautiful stints. Love this cigar.
0: Yeah. I've I've always found that the draw needs to be a bit snug, but to, you know, to, uh, you know, Senator was talking when we did the Magnum 46 episode, those are always really kind of tight, a little bit of a pain in the ass. I find these to be a little bit more manageable draw wise.
5: Yeah. It's so funny you say a little bit more manageable because I've had a few of these and I think the draw is definitely more open than a Magnum 46. And mine right now, just a little bit of resistance, but mm-hmm. perfect. Honestly, how I would like it.
4: Same here. Yep.
2: I actually like a little resistance. I mean, it's not not like if it's too open, it's it almost seems like it burns hot. Cigar is and like it goes too fast. loosely packed, yeah. maybe. Yeah. You
5: know. Oh, I agree. I just that's why for me the Magnum Forty Six is a bit a little too much resistance. Where this is just the right amount yeah. for for what I like. This has a very
3: very subtle or soft box press, does it not?
0: It definitely yeah. does. I, I think, think that's probably just for being in the dress box. dress box. I like that. Yeah, but you know that off, That you know we've talked about that before. That that often causes that tightness in the draw that shouldn't be their Construction. <laughs> <laughs> right? oh, sorry, What <laughs> is going. Agoda <laughs> <on? laughs> just said, fuck <laughs> it. It. started lighting. He did say fuck it. <laughs> 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 I'm, right, I'm right behind. him I'm you right like behind him
1: too. Let's <laughs> do it. Uh, uh, let's light it. Oh the fuck we wasting
0: time. The punch punch. All right, hold on, boys. He doesn't have audio because he lit a cigar and put his headphones on late. Who's that?
1: No
3: check. Getting so angry See, right
1: now. He, he sounds like, a, he sounds like a. I'll do it live. What are you, a fucking Pillow Riley? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I can't
5: do it. <laughs> do it. Fuck it. Do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks.
3: <laughs> I didn't even draw. I lit five. it, but I didn't draw on it yet. It's just kind of. What is for
4: credit? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? <laughs> end the show yeah yeah (laughs) all right go go in five four three that's
5: tomorrow and that is it for us today that's tomorrow (laughs)
4: and that is (laughs) it in five four three that's tomorrow and that is
0: it for us today and we will leave you with a uh, i can't do it (laughs) we'll
4: do it live we'll do it live fuck it do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live.
0: Right. Fucking thing sucks. You back? Yeah. All right, good. Let's go. Five, four, three.
4: Perfect timing. That's tomorrow, and that's <laughs> it <interesting. laughs> We got to keep that in. Right. We got to keep that in. I would keep that in.
0: I'm, All right, boys, we're lighting the punch punch. It needs to
4: play us out. What does that mean? <laughs> to end the show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the item. That's
2: tomorrow, and that is a... Yeah. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs>
1: that is it for us today. And That's it. Thanks for tuning day. into the podcast, everybody. We'll <laughs> yeah, do, do it live. Okay. We'll oh, do it live. We're
0: doing it live. We're doing it live, baby. This is the content we're becoming known oh, for. Oh, God. Guys, we had a production
1: snafu for the listener. We had a production snafu, and Gizmo <laughs> lost, his, lost his fucking
0: mind on Pagoda. I mean, his
1: headphones weren't working. He lit the cigar too early, and he's going to have to just get over it.
0: It was a major protocol he
1: breach. Fucking, he was like Bill O'Reilly in here in the studio. It was the best part is Pagoda didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he just <laughs> sat there. It's <laughs> like, you're going to take care of this, right? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh. Screaming at him. <laughs> What are you doing there? What are you doing? Your headphones aren't? Did, you, are? did Your headphones you fuck it up? Are? Did, did you, fuck you fuck it up? It up? <laughs> did you fuck with it? Did you not put it on?
3: <laughs>
5: oh, God. It's, it's
1: Pagoda. Like
0: you just I did not up. say any of those things, you uh, assholes. It's
3: on tape, All brother. Right, we'll
0: pull the tape. We'll pull the tape. Oh, oh gosh. gosh.
3: This tastes great, by the way. <laughs> great cigar. We're doing it live.
2: <laughs>
0: mm. Oh, man. The draw oh, opened up wow. beautifully. Yeah. Oh, Under beautifully, white, yeah.
3: This is a fantastic smoke Yeah, already.
4: this is one of my favorite Cuban cigars mm. introduced to me by Rooster. I think over two years ago, it's a year and a, a half. A lot of spice. Wonderful cigar, yeah. yeah. A lot of spice.
2: There's some spice. There's a lot of cedar.
4: And creaminess. Definitely cedar.
2: Leather. You'll also mm. get a little hint of... Uh, floral. Floral and also a little bit of citrus, like an orange wine flavor mm. a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's like you light a candle and it's like a... It's like a bondage scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little leather, little a little <laughs> floral. Little
0: spider spikes. candle,
1: little spice, little, little wax wax. wax?
4: Loop.
2: Lube. Leather belts. Beads. Blood. Beads. <laughs> Beads and blood.
0: <laughs> blood. Oh the lounge lizards are off the rails tonight, We're boys. Off the rails tonight. We are off the rails. This is a wonderful cigar.
3: Yeah. Man. What, do, what do we know about the punch? The punch.
0: So they make what? They make six different cigars in the marker, right? They make... And I've only had a few. I don't know how many you guys have had. Rooster's had a bunch. Yeah.
2: Know? Yeah, they make a short to punch. They make a punch coronation. They make the punch punch. And also uh, a punch double corona. Uh,
1: yeah, the coronation's a petite corona. Right. Uh, 42 by 129. The Yep. Yeah, the double corona. Um, of course the gra- the what they call a punch punch Grand Corona, which is what we're smoking now, or maybe it's like a Corona Gorda, I guess. Um,
0: they have a an LCDH too. The punch. Well, they 4DA. have a, they
1: have a bunch of regionals. Yeah.
2: What's they LCDH? Sorry, uh, La, Casa La, Habano. La Habano. What it's Like that? the
0: official retailer of Habanos, I say, all over the world. Mm. So they so get, it has a separate. It has an additional band. that's like red and black. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then they also use punch. Habanos uses punch to do quite a few regionals. They do. Yeah. Which, are, which are, you know, pretty good. You've had a bunch of those, right, Rooster? Mm-hmm. The regionals? Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, this is a great cigar. I, I think, Rooster, you're like the exclusive dealer of this cigar in the group. It's like I, I've gotten every single punch that I've had yeah, from same, you. Same here. It's same La here. Casa, La Casa yeah. del Rooster. Same yeah. here. <laughs> 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 LCDR.
4: He gave me my first punch. The Connoisseur's Corner. <laughs> stop by i like the cigar
0: mm. yeah this is really nice it's especially really with, you can you can taste the age on it how how rounded out definitely and smooth tasty. it is
3: i get a lot i'm getting getting like a very i don't want to use barnyard but earthy kind of an earthy flavor
0: definitely
4: you know the cool thing about this i've given this to a few guests at the house when it was warm out sitting outside not professional or you know prolific cigar smokers but they love the fact that when they have this it coats their mouth there's a coating that they get i'd love to hear that from guys that don't smoke too often i would love to be a professional cigar smoker <laughs> do
3: you
1: know any professional <laughs> cigar I, 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 cigar redact, I redact that comment <laughs> it, a league is there a league of
0: sorts <laughs> I, I couldn't find the word um so, really, all all that I know about Punch, I don't know, Puba, if you know or, or Rooster, you guys, but all I know is that, um, obviously, it, it's a brand that's been around a long time. They founded around 1840. Habanos, I say, calls it, they it, it put it in their value category in their catalog. So, you have the yep. global brands like Cohiba and Upman right. and all those. This is more of a, they call it a value brand.
1: Yep, that's, that's, yep. It was named after, it was founded by a German guy named Stockman, and it was named... Punch was named for a European puppet show character named Mr. Punch. Um, uh, It was successful in Great Britain. There were some changes of ownership. Um, Then the brand was brought to Cuba, um, purchased by a gentleman named Manuel Manuel Lopez Fernandez. Um, And the brand and boxes still kind of have his name in the artwork. He retired around the stock market crash I think of 1929 and then you know fast forward to the um to the revolution and of course the Cuban government took it over like all the cigar companies um but it's been it's been uh it's been a popular uh brand like 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 many of the value brands and many of the smaller marcas, they've had a lot they have a lot a lot of discontinued vitolas and all I was going to say, like there's, th- there's
0: a lot of cigars that they used to make that right. haven't been made for quite some time. What
1: makes this value?
3: Like this is, what does that mean?
0: I think that I I, I think that the way that Habanos sells and markets these cigars, uh, you know, it's not there's not a lot of. High dollar cigars in the range. I mean, these are all pretty reasonably priced cigars. It's right? like when you
2: there? go to Taco Bell, you know, you have the cravings, <laughs> cravings menu, the dollar menu on the side. I actually don't. That, that's where the punch. I was there today, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I have the Fiesta veggie burrito. Nice, nice, that's nice. beautiful.
3: It's I love Two that. bucks. It's a good hangover. Uh, I had five
2: of it's them. It's a good hangover. Lunch. It's amazing <laughs> if you
0: ever drive by a, a Taco Bell at like it's one a, in the morning, see, two I in the morning. I had
2: five of
1: them. <laughs> You, you
2: five? Really have five? <laughs> I had to. I missed that. I bought five. Wow. <laughs> I bought them for my kids.
1: Mm. Anyway, so uh, let's go
2: back to the cigar.
5: Yeah, yeah let's I, get back to the cigar. So Sorry, I, I'm just sitting here. I, I've been very quiet so far about this cigar because I've had several punch-punch cigars, and I have to assume that they were not as heavily aged as this because this is far more complex than the other punch-punch sticks I've smoked, and I'm just really, really impressed with how many distinct flavors are within this cigar it's really cool that on the finish i don't think anyone has said this but have, do you notice on the very end of the finish like a roasted nut or like a like a walnut kind of flavor
1: yeah it's a little dry too yeah there's like a dryness there which isn't a bad thing it's just it's like the way the smoke hits your palate um then runs off it's it it's it's kind of nutty and dry, like a dry roasted peanutty yeah. kind of dryness. Yeah. What's the um, What's the nut that you roast
3: like at Christmas time?
1: Chestnut.
0: Chestnut. It
3: tastes, it tastes like a toasted chestnut a little
0: bit. Yeah, it
5: could be that too. Yeah. What's funny about punch, so I remember Rooster gave me the first one of these I had ever tried, and I'm not sure why, and maybe others had this impression, but before I tried a Cuban punch, I had only known, you know, the non-Cuban punch, which. I, for some reason, associate with really, really strong, intense cigars. And so having a Cuban punch, I assumed it would be this like really aggressive, intense cigar, and it's not. I mean, this is really refined and complex and just nothing like I know the non-Cuban brand to me. So I feel like there's a real disconnect within punch between sort of the Cuban brand and obviously
2: all the non-Cuban stuff they make. Yeah, It's a very smooth, velvety smoke almost, right? absolutely
4: it's creamy for me i get cream
0: what's funny about you saying about the 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 brand name too senator was uh, you know well before i ever had you know like you said the cuban punch i always i guess maybe my brain saw the word punch and i'm assuming like it's going to punch you in the face cut with strength or flavor and certainly it's not the case with these i've never had the new world but i just always assume that based on the brand name you know that's a puppet punch the puppet I
5: also love that this is so versatile as smoke. I mean, I could have this in the morning, the afternoon,
4: the evening that we're anytime, having right now. Anytime. Any time of day. I do notice that the you know, this is the first time I've had an aged punch punch. The the younger ones aren't as um, flavorful. I mean, or the the strength of flavor, to me, this is stronger than a younger punch.
2: I mean, can you even name off like one Cuban cigar that you can't have during the daytime? I mean, uh, most the, of them are like no, medium. I would not medium. do a
4: Maduro 1 for breakfast.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. There you go. <laughs> right. All right. So it's a rarity. Or the, Lusit, <laughs> you know, that's uh, the, not, the
4: Lusitania. That's not an early cigar. Yeah, yeah.
2: Most of them are like in the medium range and not, you know. I also wouldn't have like an
4: 898 food. in the morning.
5: I mean, no. there's a lot. I, I just feel like there's a preference. There's a time and a place for all these things. Yeah.
2: I feel like. Yeah. But I think they tend to be more in the general, like the medium range. Hmm. Not uh, very full. right? Or You know,
5: like that, that Monty one uh, you gave me last night, Rooster, I wouldn't like that in the morning. Even yeah, the early that, afternoon. That. That's an yeah. evening,
2: really intense, yeah. rich smoke, yeah. a lot of good flavor. That goes so well with a cup of java. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean it's got oh such yeah. cocoa. Did you, you give know. that
4: to me when I was at your place? Is that
2: the you, same one? No, you had the Monty three, Monty but it's three. the same. Uh, Which
4: I love. Same box. Love that cigar. Dates. That's
0: what I had too when I was at your place. The three, right? You had the three. So I had that with a uh, rooster made me a cup of coffee. It was awesome with the coffee. Yeah, the Monty three. And, and now
5: someone got a new coffee maker. Oh yeah, he got me fully. <laughs> uh,
0: I was in Rooster's Connoisseur Corner, and he he was like a snake charmer and and <laughs> hypnotized me. All and, uh, I
2: did was make him a cup of black coffee out of the Jura S8. The Jura S8. And Kizmo was hooked.
3: Yep. What's, so, what's so unique about that?
0: Well, it's fully automated. So it's for the lazy person who doesn't want to deal with, uh, you know, cleaning and doing all this different stuff, trying to make a, a cup of coffee or, or something with milk product in it, which I don't drink. But, you know, my family does. Uh, it's just fully automated. It does everything. You, you don't have to. You clean it and you push a button and it. You put the beans in, and it, it makes everything, it, and it's perfect. It's got it's a built-in
2: burr grinder, and it also has a pass-through in the back. So, somebody wants like a flavored coffee, you could put flavored beans in the back, so that won't affect the uh, the actual grinder where you keep the regular beans in it. So, it's a one-touch button, one-touch machine, which will make anything from espressos, double espressos, lattes, macchiatos. Yeah, and you can customize them how hot you how hot you want them and uh, the strength, strength of the coffee. Yeah, um, how do you want the foam? The you know the the ratio ratios and stuff, and also how thick you want the foam and all of that. So it's just one touch, and it it grinds the beans, makes the coffee, dispenses the the used up grinds in a separate receptacle. Yeah. So. That's, so the,
3: I'm, I've been getting very like discerning in my coffee selection recently. So like I'll. I'll first of all i'm only shopping for for beans at whole foods and i'm only and i'm actually looking at the back of the like some of these some if you go to like shop and you and you look at like when this when these when this shit was roasted so right. I, I grind my own beans some of it's been someone's been sitting on the fucking shelf for like three or four months yeah. you got to get it like fresh like yeah. it was it was roasted You know, a week ago, that's when it's so much better. Right, that's what I found. So
2: you can you can actually subscribe to different services and get coffee delivered that was really freshly roasted, like within a couple of days, and you can have it shipped and buy small quantities. Yeah, don't buy like huge bulk. You know,
3: Rooster, the difference is amazing for like a like, (laughs) and we're talking about aged aged cigars. If you age roasted. Uh, coffee beans it only gets worse oh yeah <laughs> and you can you, you really taste the difference
0: but I think that you know it, 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 there is a parallel to cigar smoking and co- drinking coffee to me you know in, in the different flavors and the different things you could pick out I mean there's nothing to me there's nothing better with a cigar I mean obviously other than scotch but you know than a, a great cup of coffee especially in the morning or afternoon I'm you're getting doing some work.
3: I'm getting a bold like coffee like a very heavily roasted bold coffee flavor with the cigar actually is that crazy I think your mind's playing tricks my mind, on you from I'm the thinking coffee coffee. of you are <laughs> <laughs> having
1: a placebo effect. <laughs>
3: placebo.
0: So speaking of scotch, let's yeah. talk about our pairing tonight. It's, very this is great scotch.
4: This. A different scotch.
0: Yeah. So what? What is this, guys? This is flavor who's, who's, profile. Who's, who's
4: who's doing the scotch reading?
0: Well, this was provided. provided by, by uh, Pagoda. By Pagoda. Pagoda. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Pagoda.
6: You guys are welcome. Let us. Pro- I don't know anything he's, about he's this. You're sc- never- are welcome. We're doing a, a,
1: a scotch reading. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. Who's, who's at the missile? As the Lord walks. <laughs> and he saw Paul. Uh,
3: Alright, so we're we're drinking Glen Morangy 10.
5: <laughs>
1: from, the, from the
0: book of Glen Morangy 10.
3: Glenmorangie. <laughs> Glen Morangy. Glen
0: is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Oh, I feel like an oh, idiot. Glenmorangie. Oh, Glen Morangy. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Glen Morangy 10 is one of my all-time favorite scotches. And for me, like tasting a Glen Morangy, it tastes, it's it's so crisp, it's so light. It it goes well with this with this cigar, I think. And um the, the unique thing about Glenn is that they have, I think I may have talked about this on a recent podcast, but they have very high stills. Um, they have copper pot stills that are, I think, like 17 feet high. And they have a few of them. I don't know how many they have, but they're known worldwide for their high, high, you know, their, their tall stills. I think we talked about this earlier. Like when you have a high still, there is this concept called reflux. And the more reflux there is, the the lighter con- the lighter the the scotch is because there's because of the height of the of the still it, less of the particulates get con- or get carried up with the with the uh, with the vapors because gravity <laughs> essentially and glen has the highest one if you can compare that to like a macallan macallan has some of the shortest pot stills there are similar to to like a lagavulin. McAllen is known for their, and you can see it, and it's, it's got kind of a, got a, a, a thick amber viscosity. So what,
1: so what does that mean? So what is the, how does that affect how the spirit is distilled? It's distilled the same way,
3: but when you have the, the shape and the height of the, of the pot still really influences that. So like McAllen, for example, has a short, squat, onion-shaped um, still. And, and
5: what does that do? Like, what are they going for by intentionally going with a shorter one versus a taller one? Well, like
3: one? I said, there, there's, there's, in the process, in the, in the distillation process, you're heating a bunch of, 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 of stuff up, which is the malt and, the, and, the, and everything, right, in that pot. And when you do that, it goes up, and, and then it comes to the top of the still, and it goes down like this inclined um, uh, tube. The higher that up, that is up, the less likely you'll have some of the particulates that are consumed by the um, that are that are taken away from the barrel. So, like when you are aging uh, Lagavulin, you're aging it in uh, oak barrels that are also have some of that peaty water and and that peatiness in the water main, is maintained because there's not it doesn't take as far of, it, of a journey from the bottom of the of the mash up to the top of the still. And with the shorter still. It's less of a journey. More particulates are maintained because it's less influence of gravity and time.
0: That is fascinating. Great so, detail grinder. Yeah, that's awesome. Does that
3: suggest at all that shorter would impart a bit more flavor or no? It, it not a. It doesn't impart. It maybe impart is a, is a good. It's a good word, but I think it it maintains some of the uh, some of the uh, influence of the barrel. Okay. So like Glen Glen is a is they they do. I don't know if they age in... I think they age in a blend of first uh, fill and second fill oak barrels meaning it's not like they're taking American bourbon they're just taking oak barrels first fill and second fill so they'll do it two times and they'll recycle it twice and then they throw that shit away gotcha. um, and it's and and um, as a result when they do the you, there is some slight oak but not a lot in this it's still very still very light caramelly leathery not leathery but uh, there's some hint of honey but it's not overpowering with the, with the, with the taste of the oak. I I don't get any oak. I mean,
5: what you're saying makes a lot of sense just because I feel like Glenmorangie just across the board, their scotches, they're not really bold in flavor. They're really smooth on the lighter side, very refined. I mean, like Glenmorangie 18 is fantastic. It's incredibly smooth, but it's very light. It's not like a really you know, f- intensely flavorful
4: scotch. There's a crisp to it. It's a nice crisp. Yeah. yeah. So
5: like everything Grinder is saying is like yeah. helping me understand why this is like a, this almost is. their whole line is that way. And then the only exception to that rule is if you've ever had Glenmorangie signet, that's like one of the boldest, biggest flavor bombs of a scotch I've ever had. And they must do that differently than everything else. Cause yeah, it's know. nothing like anything else they make.
3: Glen, Glen Glenmorangie is one of those things that I, you know, it, you can, you can drink it any time of the year. It's not gonna knock your socks off. Um, you're gonna get some good flavor. It's a great summertime Scotch. Well, the ten year is not the eighteen is very very good. The ten years not what it's gonna knock your socks off. Oh yeah, but yeah, the yeah. eighteen will. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I'm I'm talking about the one we're drinking. Yeah. Um, it's it's um, yeah. It's just a, it's a, I think it pairs well with this. You know, lighter Cuban.
4: Any lighter Cuban.
0: I think it's pairing very well with this. Punch I think right so now. too. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I get a very nice, nice, nice. pair. No, on the finish of this drink, for me. Well, I think the
5: the biggest commonality it, it it's very floral to me this mm-hmm. scotch, which I think pairs really nicely with the floral notes you get in the punch punch. Great point.
3: There was a um, like I I was I was I was to, I was to, <laughs> casually talking to a master distiller in Scotland, <laughs> and.
0: And he was saying, I'll he was saying only casually talking he was, to a master I had distiller lunch with a master
1: distiller. He was telling so, me how, so like, let me rephrase that. I was nerding out <laughs> <laughs> with a master distiller in Scotland. Casually talking about it. And his comment to me,
3: and I've said this on previous podcasts and, 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 um, Senator, I've had, we've had a few conversations on this. You, there's the Glen, the Glenmore and G10 to me is, is quintessential Scotch for me. It's because you can you can you can have that anywhere at any time. And it's this great single malt and it tastes very rich Highland Scotch like like Scotland. But it doesn't it's not it's it's not something too overpowering. And because it's so subtle, you, you catch you you work harder to catch a lot of the flavors. But the fascinating thing is that I don't think it gets much better with age. I don't know if the signets made or distilled any differently but the ten, oh, like a ten year, it's heavily aged
5: and it's like nothing yeah, anybody but, makes. but, but it's I don't, like I, don't kind of barrels, I don't
3: know what kind of barrels. I don't know what kind of barrels it's. You know, it it might be a different process. Oh yeah, but, no, there's a lot of mystique around it. Yeah, it's not a cheap bottle either. But the the Glenmore Ng ten for me is, I don't think you could get like age imparts a lot of good stuff in, in a scotch. I don't think you could get much better than this, in, in my opinion.
5: I'm you, really what enjoying. What do you mean by that when you say better than this?
3: I mean there are better. I think we all like prefer Macallan 12 over this. No, like a tw- like as far as you know, conversations about aging this ah, this this type of Scotch. Yep. A Glenmorangie 10, I don't think is going to be that much that less appealing to me than a Glenmorangie 18 or Glen. You know. I, I, uh, I love where you're going because yes, we have absolutely talked about this, and you
5: know the parallel for me, if we're going to talk about lighter scotches, right? This is only 10 years. This Glenmorangie we reviewed Dalwini 15, which is a lighter scotch with five more years of age. And I actually prefer this. This is cheaper than that is. And to what Grindr's is getting at there, I don't think that extra five years produces anything that magical in a light scotch like this. I think this is perfect exactly how yeah, it, it is a for fair what it's to
1: do. It's a fair, you run into the law of diminishing returns, that age statement. It's <laughs> almost like that extra five years based on, on, On what the uh, what the what how they're starting it out, Dalwini and or or Glenmore. It's just you're not. Whereas maybe, you know, I think I think like McCannin 18 feels a little bit richer than the 12, a little bit deeper. Still love the 12 though. Well, no, I'm not. uh, No, but I'm saying. I mean, I agree
3: with you on that one. I I, I
1: I think you know, I'm not. I I like the 12 too. I'm not going there. I'm just saying, it's a different. Spirit, right. So I, it's a different spirit with all that age, and I'm pretty sure the process is relatively similar. Yeah, it, yeah, it is.
3: But you know, there's actually Senator and I agree. Agree, we agree on a lot of things, but this is another one we agree on where the Macallan 15 is to me. It's a noticeable difference between the 12 and the 15. To me, there's a there's a slight difference between the 15 and the 18, slight, very slight, barely. And if I, if as far as we talk about. You know, value for dollar. I was just gonna and, say,
0: what what's the price you know, difference there? I,
3: I would always go for a twelve because value for dollar, it's hundred percent better. But if you want a little more richness, a little more flavor, a little more viscosity, oh, I don't know about viscosity, but a little more um, punch to yeah. to to yeah. not you know, for lack of a better term, we're smoking a punch. Um, the fifteen really kind of dials it in nicely.
2: So the color on this looks a lot like some of the Japanese whiskies.
3: Yes, that's very true. They have high pot. They have high stills. Yeah, Glen Glenmore. I don't know how that compares, frankly.
2: Taste wise?
3: No, 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 not not taste wise. But you know, Japanese scotches to me kind of get a little too oak forward. You know, Um, and I don't I don't like that. Yeah, you know, I've never
1: ever had. Japanese scotch. Oh, we got to do that. Yeah. We got to do one. Yeah, we got to yeah, do it. I've great never call. had it. We have it.
0: to. We have yeah, we, that's, a, that's an easy one. I've had a few. <coughs> yeah, i yeah.
1: yeah. Just never been compelled to buy it. How about this? Uh
6: we're getting hibiki next uh next week. Okay. All right. There try go. f- try
1: good luck finding it, dude. <laughs> oh, is it hard to find? Yeah. It's uh, very uh, hard to find, I but imagine. I have
6: I uh, I have at least one lying at home for sure. Mm. Okay. I
5: just like this because I don't, I think most, we're, we've all talked about where, you know, McAllen 12 is our favorite sort of, you know, 12 year and, and just everyday scotch period. So, um, you know, Dalwini 15 is just not something I ever really reach for. And even some of the lighter Japanese whiskies that I've tried, um, some have been pretty good, but nothing that I would really reach for regularly. I, I'm curious to revisit what Pagoda is going to bring. You know, maybe I'll feel differently about that. But I give Glenmorangie credit because this ten, if I, if it's a really hot summer day where I'm not looking for like a really rich, super flavorful scotch, I just want something light, something mellow. Enjoy a nice hot afternoon. I, I would
3: reach for this. This is a great happy hour aperitif. Like it's like yeah. an awesome. Like you're in the city, you're on Madison Avenue. 30, 40th in Madison Avenue. Hey! You want to you want to get you want to get out of the office at four o'clock and, and start start happy hour. This is a great this is a great starter. I know that.
5: Neighborhood. What's
2: the price point on this bottle?
5: Oh, it's super accessible. Yeah, I don't even know. Super it's expensive? Cheap. No, no accessible. accessible. I think oh, okay. I, I, I know this to be forty bucks a bottle. It's, is that oh, what it's? Yeah, around be? forty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow,
1: They're very very affordable. You know the thing I the thing I love about. Um, uh, this podcast is um, first you I get would, to drink a lot I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, and I do resent the implication, but um the intimation yes uh, but no what I, I what I was saying was I just I think that uh, it's interesting you know, so I'm not buying I'm not ever buying glomorrangi Ten, okay it's just not making its way into my Scene because it's not my scene. I, I don't, but, you, but you said Dalwynn makes but, it into your scene sometimes. No, uh, you barely said once a year on maybe. the boat. I feel like you said on the yeah, boat. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I did. Why? What, what okay, don't you I, like I did, about No, 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 no. There's. I'm getting there. Let me make my point. Okay. So, so I'm, the, make, I'm making a point here. You guys are you, you, the peanut gallery. It's the honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what's interesting about there's two things that are happening right now to me. Um, besides just general insanity due to COVID, but I would never—I don't—I would never just go out and buy a Punch Punch. I would never go out and really buy Glenmorangie 10 because you know what—it's really not in my—it's out of my comfort zone. These are not—it's not a brand that I embrace. Glenmorangie is not a brand that I embrace. So, but what I'm finding it—but what's great about this and what I'd encourage the listener to do with their friends, whether you have a podcast or you don't. Is to like is to is to introduce new things and try them because um, what this th- this podcast has been a catalyst for for me personally has been it forces you to actually by doing this as a group forces you to actually try some new things and focus on it because before we get to the review I wouldn't have through the first third of the cigar I like we getting back to the cigar yeah. like I didn't love it it's like in the middle now and i'm like liking it more i'm getting there like it's, i'm coming around i'm coming around to it takes a second for me we know
5: that the pre uh podcast puba would have thrown it in the ashtray after the first two puffs It's true
1: we've now forced you to have to experience the whole thing it's good yeah yeah it's good because i'm impatient i want what i want and i want it now and it better be good or i'm fucking throwing it out so or throwing it in the lake as i would say right the 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 um but it's this is good so the point i'm trying to make is is that is that it's like it, th- this exercise forces, it forces me <clears throat> to uh, to just expand my horizons a bit, and I think that that's a that's a positive thing. Uh, you know, to me,
0: I you know, not even in, in, as a matter of discerning taste. Uh, to piggyback on what you're saying, I've just not experienced a lot of these things. I've not tried them, so. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Like, this is just eye-opening. Every podcast I, we do is eye-opening. Time
1: is precious. It and, is. And, and it's it like, is. I just, I'm particular about what I like. Yeah. So this is making me try stuff that I just wouldn't spend time trying. You to know Poob- what I mean? To Puba's point, I categorically said I would never drink
5: a fucking scotch from Kirkland, from Costco. <laughs> and the only <laughs> reason I did is because our two Costco loyalists here, Rooster and- uh, I'm a junior loyalist. He's a senior loyalist. And Gizmo- loyalist. And, and that's the only reason I tried it. And yeah, yeah, like for the price point, for an everyday scotch,
4: yeah, it, it, it serves its purpose.
6: I still won't. Well, I did, <laughs> I
4: did have a drink in the shower last week for the first time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's All right. another I podcast. Uh, <laughs> did, I did you that. really? I did High that. five.
4: I did that. Would you have a beer? I had a beer. Nice. <laughs> <All> it's <right.
1: laughs> very like Roadhouse. I don't
4: though. know where it came from, but I did it. That's, <laughs> a, college, that's a college move. Was that it is. a Bush Light? That is. It was a Heineken in college. You have like your shower <laughs> caddy with like a
5: like a natty light in it.
4: Well, I've got those. my you know I've got my shower and the sink is next to it and then the sink it's like got an extended piece of stone where you can put something. Can we should, this usually this my phone like, goes there? But I wanted a beer, so I popped nice. it open, if, 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 went if, down, turned the shower on, jumped in, had a sip, put it on my shelf, washed my hair, had another sip.
6: This oh, is great. like the sign for the episode. If Kramer cooking. In his bathroom. Well, yeah, <laughs> and and Tuba drinking wine in the shower.
3: So if if uh, if senators, I'm trying to give you a pound right now, you're just ignoring me. Anyway, <laughs> he just what he just doesn't, all doesn't all give a fuck.
6: Oh, here. Oh, I'm, was that? I was, right, I was, okay. I was. Oh. Yeah, I was
1: agreeing. <laughs> he's See, he, he's British. He doesn't do pounds. <laughs> <bumps. laughs> Very unusual. He night. does bumps. So Cheers, the um, Cheers, um,
3: the uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, if if senators trying to democratize caviar full stop. I don't know. Caviar with whatever, you know, that, just democratize. You know, democratize. That, that's his, goal. I he want said to, it's his I, life goal. I would like to, What me, of my life. Goals? I would like to normalize shower drinking, shower beers. All right. <laughs> I'm in. Why is it, why, you know, why is it only something you do in college? You get, should always, because be I think what happens
0: this. is you come out of college and then you meet a woman and then she starts to judge you. When you do things like that,
3: this this cigar is fucking phenomenal. Well, maybe by you the haven't way.
5: found the right woman. Absolutely. There you go. How
3: that's long perfect. do you
2: guys but, but take quickly? showers for? Hold on, a second, wait. Uh, how yeah, long, how a... long are your fucking showers? <laughs> I totally agree. How long is that? Yeah. What are I'm you like, doing? I'm, like in and out, like in five the showers. <laughs> have no hair to I, wash. I mean, have no you seen? Have condition.
3: you seen me drink beer?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can drink I a beer. I, I haven't a... seen you take a shower though. Why, Jesus? I mean, how long do you take a shower that you need to drink a so beer here's, in the shower? Here's
4: what I did that night. So that night, I went to a local place that I found to smoke a cigar. So before I haven't showered, I didn't shower all day. I woke up, had the pajamas on, and I worked. I wanted to shower and feel like a human being, but I wanted to get tooled up a little bit. So I had my tooled beer up. while I'm showering, and I finished the shower. I still have a beer. So, you know, doing the hair, brushing the teeth, take a shot, you know, a little sip. Right. Finish the beer and jump in the car and go. Very productive use of
5: time.
1: Fantastic. I I chunk it up to efficiency. That's, this though. is efficiency. I like that. So efficiency. I just, yeah. I just this is efficiency. I like
5: this. Is a nice challenge on Grinders' part. I like this. We need <laughs> metrics for success here. And I say this because I'm gonna take a quick victory lap. I send all the lizards this article. Caviar sales have exploded in the past year. People are now because the fear the whole caviar industry was hurting initially when COVID happened, because most people, the vast majority, would only get caviar at a restaurant, and then COVID happened, and obviously people are going to restaurants far less frequently than they were. And caviar now is you can get it shipped to uh, to your home. That's how I get my caviar. I buy in bulk. I have it overnighted from L.A. and obviously it comes from from Asia. From the, uh, before that, like it, it's it's taking off. So I, all I will say is the mean, results since, are there, since, and since I want I want to see in a year's time. That uh, shower beers. <laughs> have shower taken beer So off. you what you about said, caviar you
1: in the shower. You sent a picture. <laughs> you
3: sent a picture to the to the lizard chat of eggs with caviar, and I was like, "That's oh fucking boy. genius." Yeah, oh that was boy. that was awesome. I I, do that. that was a power move, and I was like, "That's kind of I don't I've never seen it. It's like You've eggs probably on seen eggs. It. It's probably a thing. I don't know if it's a thing. Maybe it's not a so thing. I, I, know. I
5: know where I've had it. So I I, I talked this. I, I went to the Maldives a few years ago with my wife. And uh, at the St. Regis there, one of the items on their breakfast menu, they do a lobster omelet with caviar, and it is incredible. So that's what inspired me to do it. But I made an omelet. I threw some creme fraiche on there, some caviar, a little fresh dill. It
1: was awesome. I got to tell you, I took a page uh, out of of, um, Grindr's book. He goes, oh, I put a little creme fraiche in my – Oh, yeah, that's the way to do it. Oh, yeah, and eggs. With the eggs, right? I just never thought to do it before for whatever reason. And I know how to make a French omelet, and, you know, do it right. Um, so I just, I did that. I just, I basically made a, 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 I had some herbs in the refrigerator, put it in. And I just, I did a little, I just spread some creme fraiche on the top of it. And I just, I didn't even fold it in the eggs. I kind of did what what, oh. what what Senator did. And I just put it on top and just, that's it. And so I what, I, so what it. I do,
3: what I do. Just eat it. I found this video of Gordon Ramsay making a, a scrambled
0: eggs. It's an amazing video. Absolutely. And
3: he does it. And I, this is how I make my scrambled eggs now. He does it. He puts it on the pot. He, he scrambles it in the fucking pot. Puts it on the stove. He whisks it around takes it off, keeps whisking it, puts it back on. And he does this like for 10 minutes. And this is what I'm doing every fucking morning. And <laughs> at the end of it, at the end of it, he, he lightly seasons it with salt and pepper. I lightly season it with salt and pepper. And he just gets a little dollop into the, into the, the pot of where you're, you know, whisking the eggs right when it's basically made. And he, and he mixes it in with it. He doesn't like dollop it on the top. He literally just dumps it in there. And, and consumes it within the yeah
1: like how you, how you'd finish scrambled eggs with butter it's basically.
3: so good yeah it's so good and so are
2: you cooking and then taking it off and whisking it again or? yeah
3: I, the, so one of the things that's a, a that's fascinating to me is like it you can notice the difference in the, in the texture of the egg by how much heat is applied to that so I'm, I' I whisk it I, I put the eggs in the pot on the stove and I whisk it on the on the heat. I but do that but for, the
5: heat, is it low heat
3: or high heat? I do medium-low. medium, medium low. So That's like medium the medium-ish. thing. My
5: wife has taught me this. You want it
3: no higher than medium-low. Medium no, yeah. no. And I, I put it on there. I whisk. You always got to keep it moving. That's the thing. Just always keep it moving. 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off, 20 seconds. And I just keep doing that for like a few minutes and it comes out phenomenal. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, that video is amazing. That, there's two videos I love of Gordon Ramsay. I love that one. I love his beef tenderloin video. Uh, the... Uh, so, can I just propose something? <laughs>
5: I think we need to do like a, a morning podcast recording. Because yes, we need to do where the buddies. We do Bloody Marys, pooba style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do some scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll follow the Gordon Ramsay recipe. Could, could be could I be think nice. that'd be awesome. Sounds can we do kegs and fantastic.
3: eggs? Fantastic. Kegs and eggs. Kegs <laughs> and <laughs> eggs.
2: And, and a cigar. <laughs> Love it. What about legs? <laughs> <laughs> kegs, I'll t- and legs? I'll take care of that. <laughs>
0: All right, boys, let's get back to the punch. We're a little over halfway through now. The punch Delicious. punch. I yeah. am loving every single draw of this yeah. cigar. Yeah. It's every single up. one. That's it's us. picking up in flavor. It is, is picking I actually, up, Actually,
2: yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed the cigar right on the light. I did, oh, too. So
0: I did, good.
6: too. Yeah.
4: Right. Always have. Yeah. 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 yeah well, Always. Yeah. I, I, I've never had a bad punch punch.
0: I don't know. Let me ask a, you guys a question. I don't know any other cigar that Habanos makes to compare this to. Uh, I can't place it in my mind. Is uh, what's a, what's the cigar that habanos makes that that you guys have smoked that you would compare well, this to?
5: I mean to your to the point you're making, I think even forget just the punch punch. I don't know that anything punch just has a very distinct flavor profile. I I feel like there's not another Cuban brand that I would say, "Oh, that's really similar to punch generally." So I, I'm with you. It, it's very different, it's very unique.
0: Like, I'm trying to compare it to something and I just can't find it's what Maybe you know. close
5: to a Romeo. Yeah.
0: But R- Romeo, I feel like, has that cherry thing about it. You and know, heavy on cedar. Yeah, the cedar. I'm heavy. not getting that. Like, like I, there's cedar Romeo, here, but it doesn't it's have heavy any spice. Like yeah, this, this is more yeah. spice And floral. There's more floral still. here. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. doubt.
1: That's fair. That, I'm yeah. just trying to think. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to, I'm, maybe, yeah, was re- maybe I'm reaching.
4: I mean, if anything, if uh, maybe a Royal Corona, a Bolivar is somewhat reminiscent of this, maybe.
0: I don't know. To, to me, the Bolivar no, no. Is, is, yeah, Bolivar is a little more bold than this. I really don't think there's a comparison. No. It's like chocolatey yeah. and stuff. Which is a real credit to Punch.
4: I mean, it's something very, very unique. I happen to love it. I'm, I'm halfway through. Yeah, it's
0: really nice. Yeah, it
4: has picked up in flavor, Senator. You're right. I, I love the cigar.
3: I, I like the, you know, your comment about it's great from the first light. i actually not getting much transition. I, th- I feel like it's the same...
5: It's flavor. just picking up though. I agree. Same flavors, but just picking stronger. up a little bit of strength. Yeah, it's just it's going up It's a going up a little bit of a
0: ramp, yeah. Yeah, really nice. Anybody
2: picking on any like citrus rind, like an orange? Now.
4: Yeah. yeah. yeah I, definitely the rind. The citrus rind makes sense. I do. Yep. Grapefruit.
0: I got to say that this cigar, the age has definitely benefited the cigar. No question. Versus the 19s, 20s that I've had. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Not, you've had, had
4: that cigar in, uh, younger?
0: Yeah. I have. That's the only yeah, ones I've had. I've never had one this age. And I happen we to like, I
4: like it young as well. It's great Agreed. young. Yeah. 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 This, this is this. just more complex.
3: What did you say? You didn't say tuned up. You want to get tuned up. What tooled, up. tooled up. Tooled up. I'm getting up. a little tooled up uh, on this Glenn, Glenn Moranji here. Mm-hmm. He I haven't had scotch in like he doesn't need to get, 10 days. He doesn't need to get tooled <laughs> up. Fucking wake up tooled up. He's <laughs> <It's> always
1: tooled <laughs> up. I have got... I love, I love you i love, I love you. you you just open yourself <laughs> up for that
4: i always do don't
1: i Teed yourself up like a pa- like a papaya
4: like a kirkland uh like golf papaya. ball
1: Papaya.
2: <laughs> oh don't even go there oh boy don't go there
1: oh boy yeah i'm probably gonna be in the minority here really um, i know yeah. where you're gonna score this i can already tell i i you know uh-huh. um for me it, you know um and i don't I, I it's yeah i'm not i'm not over the moon. About this this, this cigar, um, but it's good. It's good. I, I mean, it, it's I can I can appreciate how someone else who's not me, yeah, um, <laughs> may like it I really a lot. Like it. You know, what it, a compliment. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's it's not. It's it's not to me. It's not offensive in any way. It's not. It's
6: not bad. It's just not my jam.
2: It's not your flavor profile. It's not my jam. Right.
6: I do think that it's getting a lot better, at least for me. It is. In the second half. A little more spiciness, a little more. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's picked it was, up in shrimp. Yeah, no, definitely. And, I and think, it's smoother. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the second
1: half. second half I'm enjoying much more than the than first the
6: half. half. Yeah.
0: So I want to go quickly. We got, a, we got an email the other day Ooh, uh, cool. from a listener, uh, Rex says he's a wannabe lizard, Rex which is wine. very cool. Um, and, and he was asking, he said, you know, you guys talk a lot about age on Cubans and talking about cigar smoking young. And why, why does age benefit Cubans more than maybe it does a New World cigar? You know, why do we talk about age when it comes to Cubans? What's, well, what's, because, what's with that? Because
2: a lot of the New World sticks, they're already like the good brands like Davidoffs and Padron's. They're using aged tobaccos
4: right off the bat,
2: and even yeah. the wrapper is aged, and the tobacco mm-hmm. is aged. Like a lot of the padrones are like have a good five year age on them. Some of the Davidoffs have like five to seven year age on their binder on the filler, so it's already an aged stick. And that's and Cubans are being rolled pretty fresh, so they need most of them, maybe not all of them. I mean, twenty twenty and 21s uh, have been a pretty good, uh, pretty good year for a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the Cubans, but uh, with some age on it, it, definitely it definitely helps.
5: yeah, I mean, you know I, I was always a little bit frustrated with Cuba in the sense that I, I wish that they would age these sticks a little bit before you know sending them to us and, and being able to just smoke them right off the bat like we are a lot of Padrones and, and Davidoffs. but I guess where I've become more sympathetic, I've really been thinking about this, just trying to reconcile you know why this is. if you think about outside the u s everywhere in Europe, Asia, anywhere else in the world, all they have and consume are Cubans. They don't, you cannot find Padron, Davidoff, you'll find in some places, not most. So they've just, the the demand is so extraordinary. They can't really afford to slow down production by waiting to age them for so long and they got to kind of pump them out. And you know, then it, it becomes a challenge for us in that we have to age them ourselves or buy them already aged at a bit of a premium. but. It's clearly worth it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean a Padrón exclusivo overseas you're going to pay like 50 bucks for that stick. If
5: you can even find it. You can even find yeah. it.
4: You know, or, or, and I've heard of even more by the way. Or the really... or the tactic I've learned from all of you here in this room. You know which cubans you can smoke right away and which you yeah. can't, right? So you right. you purchase based on that plan and I've been doing that recently. You know, like to pre- oh, you know, We know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you've been buying a lot. The D4s and all the Bella Cosas, Bola Fino, uh,
1: Bolognese Bolafino. Thank you, yes. <laughs> the BBF. <laughs>
4: Bolognese
1: Bolognese. <laughs> it's the Bellicosos Finos. It was Thank you. last week. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. So
4: those cigars you can smoke right away. So here's a question that I think we can discuss openly. Um, as I collect Cuban cigars, young and old, how long should I hold my younger cigars before I try them? I'd 2019s probably, and up.
2: i would probably try one like when you get it and like after a few weeks. And I'm adopting that. I do like that. And yeah. then wait like a year, then wait another two years and see how Really? That work. long?
0: Well, I think I. to me, I you know, if you have a cigar, you pull it out after you get it. Let's say you, you keep it for three to four weeks, right? It comes off the truck, three to four weeks, you put it in your humidor. Mm-hmm. You try one. It's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good. Maybe you're getting hints of ammonia in that last third. Give it another 30 to 60 days. Try another one. See if there's any change. If there is, continue that process once they hit a point that you're thrilled with it and maybe you're impatient you don't have a lot of stuff in your your humidor smoke through them. if you're if if you know that I, I got this advice from Rob Ayala uh, with friends of abanos and that was his advice guys talking about storing stuff forever he's like you know as rooster always says cigars are meant to be smoked right, right you know just like wine it's meant to be
4: like it, meant to smoked. be
0: consumed so if you like it, what you have okay. and it hits a point where that last third isn't biting you smoke through them.
5: But that that's the thing right like every cigar you know, Apu was talking about the maturation process, like every cigar matures differently, right? There's not like one set formula for every single cigar. So my rule of thumb, which is I think very much in line with what everyone is saying is just, you know, especially if something's being shipped overseas, you want to let that acclimate in your humidor for a few weeks, try one. If you're not happy with it, you you feel there's a lot of rough edges, let it sit for a while. And in my rule of thumb, the same is true with wine, is to just try one every year because some sticks will hit their stride much sooner and other sticks need a lot more time, and you're you're gonna try that and
1: say no. Nope, next year, I'll open it again, they, and you just got to keep trying. They they sure do. And 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 one example of that is for me. You can rev- you can back into it. So I you, you can back into it. So I really fell in love with I really fell in love with aged upman twos, um, but I backed into that process and I backed into the upman two. So I would I have multiple multiple boxes of of 2014 and 2015 up in twos right so i procured many of those boxes and then i started buying then i started procuring like 2016 boxes. then i started procuring younger boxes guess what i don't i don't really like that cigar young to for me personally i mean there may be people out there who do and if you do great smoke them but for me i don't i think for me that could that cigar actually transforms into something really, really amazing with five years of age on it. It just turns into something completely different. Where maybe you, you know, where you can rip through a, a box of, of D fours that are have a year and a half on the on the box date, and you're like, I'm gonna rip through this whole this whole fucking box because they're just good. I'm gonna smoke them now. Fuck it. So, but for me, that's not how. But so you can back into that process by finding out what you like and then saying, you know what? I'm gonna buy a box of that. It's gets less expensive, and I'm gonna age it myself and front load my collection with some age stuff and back backfill it with some young stuff. That's what I do. Uh, if if I feel like that cigar needs just a little bit more time to reach its peak or reach what I like or what I think it's what I think its best stage is for me.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a great way to put it. I mean, if you're so fortunate to find a cigar with age that you like and you can buy younger cigars and, and, and mature them to the point that they kind of match what your, your flavor profile is, is suggesting is, is what's best for you, great. If, if you're not able to do that, you buy a box of cigars, try one every so often and, and find what your process is and, and age them accordingly. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think we're all doing that in you know, both ends of it. You yeah, know, we're, buying of we're buying a lot of aged stuff, and we're buying a lot of young stuff. That's good advice. You know?
1: yeah. you find what you like, just smoke what you like.
0: So that's the story. So I think that I think to answer Rex's question, I think that's that's probably the best way to put it. And as far as tobacco maturation and stuff, we will uh, hopefully get an expert on here soon, interview an expert about that process and start to understand what the uh, That would be fantastic. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we should do that. I think S- as you Sen- senator's we- having a connection
3: right now. No, we- no, no, <laughs> no. We got
0: him. We got, we got Pag- Pag- it's a pagoda. We got a massive house. meltdown <laughs> over here. No, no. The,
5: I, what I'm looking at is as usual, the first to finish the cigar is pagoda. He's done. Wow. <laughs>
6: Yeah, that was an easy smoke. <laughs> <laughs> the the OLR. The official lizard rating for Pagoda. Wow. Easy. Is,
0: that was an easy <laughs> smoke. That was easy smoke. <laughs> All right, boys. We're coming up on the end here of the punch punch. Um I, I've really enjoyed it. You guys ready to do the uh, formal lizard rating on this thing? Oh, the formal lizards, they're not the official. No, that's what Pagoda. makes this so formal. I don't know. That's just what I said on that All first right. intro, and that's what we're sticking it with. It works.
2: It works. The FLR. <laughs>
0: Let the it go. The F L R. All right, Rooster, you're up. What are you giving the cigar? Uh,
2: so I'm gonna give it a nine because I know Poo is gonna dump on this. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta right. keep the rating up. Huh? All right, <laughs> I'm giving it a
0: nine. Well, I,
2: Please don't give, give it. A four. Give me honest. No, be honest. No, I, I I just think hedging is is bushman no, no no I'm giving it a nine because I, <laughs> I smoke mean, this all the time and yeah. I enjoy it he does you know. like, and like it I like it I like the cigar okay. Okay. and I thought I it was very satisfying right from the beginning it's balanced it's complex it's got a
1: lot of flavor I shouldn't and, have uh, I shouldn't have showed my hand <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pooba you're up uh, I, I, you, you know, do
1: you Oh no for me for me the cigar is a six it's it's even with even with 20 even a 2014 with with Six seven years of age on it for me, um, for me it's a six, so it's 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 a good cigar for me, but uh, but not something not something I would reach for really. Um, I should have taken the band off. <laughs> you sh- I would have given it the same. Yeah, um, honestly, I, it for me it just it didn't deliver the kind of the flavor notes that I like.
0: Um, but that's just me,
1: right? Not your flavor profile. That's not for me. Yeah, it's understandable. It, it's uh, good, but it's I can understand why it could be for somebody else. It's just right. not for me.
0: I really like these cigars. Um, this is this has been very good. I'm going to give this an eight.
1: I'm
5: actually right with Gizmo at an eight. I'll explain why after we go around. Pagoda. I'm at a
3: seven.
0: Grinder. I'm an eight. Okay. And Bam Bam. I am at an eight. Okay.
3: All right, our composite score
5: is 7.7. 7.
0: Hmm. I would say that's a, uh, a medium-sized recommend, I would say, on this cigar.
5: Lower than I thought it would be. Me too. Yeah, yeah Me it's too. like right between a soft recommend and a hard. Usually we say yeah. eight is a hard recommend, so <laughs> Rooster's pointing at Puba <laughs> blaming him for the, <laughs> <laughs> the, re- uh, the Cigar, I mean, mine's
1: tunneling, so, you know, there's that too. Well, so to, to Puba's point, I, I'll, I'm i happy. I just I'll start us
5: off because I like the flavor profile of this cigar, it's very unique in a good way. I actually really enjoy it. The things that ding it for me, um, while construction-wise it looks beautiful before you've lit it, the way it burns, uh, I mean, I've never had like a perfectly straight, nice, beautiful ash on this. Um, It's been white to start, but it's like curved and crooked and and kind of fumbling apart and you, you just, you can't really, you got to ash this thing pretty quickly or you're going to lose it. And down in the last third is where I really had issues having to relight it, a little bit of tunneling like Pooh was talking about, um, and it, it's muddled the flavor profile of it. So that, that's what dinged it for me, why I gave it an eight.
6: I kind of agree with you, Senator, because towards the last third, what happened was that I found that the cigar was just not burning evenly and I had to touch it up quite a few times as well. Uh, you know, dark ash, not very consistent. But having said that, uh, I really enjoyed the second half of the cigar. Uh, so it was definitely a seven for me. It could have been an eight. Maybe, uh, you know, we always talk about whether decimals would do it. Maybe I would have gone a bit higher if the decimals were involved. Uh, <laughs> decimals but, always do it. But seven, yeah, yeah seven is a, uh, what I thought. Uh, you gave it a seven? Yeah. yeah.
0: Grinder, why'd you give it your rating?
6: I just loved it. I, you know, my
3: burn is is pretty sharp. Uh, I haven't had any of the, you know, construction issues that uh, Senator was saying. Um, and the flavor, I love the flavor. Um, I, the fact that it's a value cigar means nothing to me. Um, it's, it's a great cigar to me. And I think, a, I do think a, your, the amount of age on this cigar really amplified the right tasting notes for me um i like the spice i like the 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 it's not musty but i like the kind of rich kind of um uh, i think i said earthy flavor and it's carried it through you know from from uh from light to 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 end ash so you know i'm uh i'm a fan of the cigar eight eights for me is a, <laughs> I'm, a yeah. I'm a pretty hard grader, yeah, you're hard grader eight yeah. it's eight,
4: eight's, a, eight's a good score for me
0: yeah eight is a pretty elite score right yeah so, Bam Bam, I know you love this cigar. I what? do love it. Yeah. I've
4: had it a lot, and I this could be in my weekly rotation easily. I love the combination of the earthy notes and the floral and a hint of citrus here and there that you get. And now that I'm down to the last inch, it's nice and it's spicy. There's a little bit of kick there.
0: So, what I know you've smoked a lot of these young. What What did the age do for you on it?
4: I don't want to say anything controversial again, but I kind of like I I like the the. The 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 youth the youth yeah a, a little bit a hair better than this maybe okay because I get more floral than that than I get in this hmm. and I that's the that's a note that I pursue in every Cuban that I have I try to pursue that got it and citrus and citrus <laughs> all right boys well that's in everything
0: Pagoda thank you for the g uh, ten Rooster thank you for the Punch Punch cigars seven point seven for the Punch Punch and uh, we'll see you guys next week keep smoking. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us lounge lizards pod, p o d. That's lounge lizards pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at @loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time and we'll uh, we'll see you next week.